What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Listen Up Youth Ministry Podcast, a place where we dialogue about faith and teenage culture in the world of youth ministry. My name is Brian Fisher. I am a youth pastor in Small Town USA, and each week we will learn about new insight into teenagers and about teenagers, some of their experiences through storytelling, and God's role in the digital age that our young people live and grow in. In this week's episode, we'll talk about starting something new. What does that feel like to grow into that uncomfortable nature in that uncharted territory? Maybe it's even a podcast. We'll answer that question and much more on this episode of Listen Up YM. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started. Like I said, welcome to the Listen Up Youth Ministry podcast. First episode, uh, something that um, has been on our minds as a youth ministry. Uh, Again, this is M1 Student Ministries. This is our little youth group um, in small town USA in the northwest corner of the state of Tennessee. Um, And we're excited to be doing this. Um, It's definitely a venture out uh, and an uncomfortable sense because... I've never done a podcast before. I've actually, uh, not until recently, uh, have listened to podcasts. So this is a lot of uh, new ground. Um, And so we just want to welcome you in. Uh, Thanks for listening in to this first episode on kind of how it feels to be uncomfortable sometimes. Uh, We want to remind you that uh, every week that we do these, they will be done every two weeks. Uh, At least that's the plan for our schedule right now. Um, and we are using a application called Anchor FM, and Anchor FM is really cool. And it, what it does is it basically just helps you create your own podcast, and then gets it out to all of the mainstreaming platforms for podcasts, so Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, places like that. And so I think those are the places that you'll be able to check out. And we'll keep our social media updated on. Um, exactly if that's true or not so uh anyways thanks for uh tuning in um and uh what we're going to talk about today is kind of um the uncomfortable nature of things so if you don't know my story uh the uncomfortable nature of my own story was that my path into youth ministry was so um well i don't know if anyone's is normal but Mine was just, my life was not headed in that direction. And I was uh, planning on, on, on doing another career path and uh, in education. And um, I kind of just got asked uh, to fill in. And so that fill-in job became more of, it felt like more of a calling than a job. And uh, not that it doesn't feel like a job sometimes, but there's just more of a passion to it. And so I kind of stepped out into this overwhelming sense of uncertainty and just decided that maybe um, a higher purpose is calling me into this and maybe I should follow it because I wasn't necessarily excited in the avenue that I was pursuing, um, but there was just a lot of, and like most of us, there was a lot of security um, in going and choosing a certain career path. Uh, a lot of the reasons we choose some of those is because of the safety and security of it and not that there wasn't that existing in this one but it was just a place that I had not ever thought of honestly and so 
so that's kind of my story in a very short and general sense. Um, uh, and so I wanted to tell some of the adventures uh, we've gone on in our youth group, and maybe you can find some parts of our stories that uh, you can identify with. And so, uh, so anyway, so getting into youth ministry uh, in the first summer, uh, we went to this place called Lake Junaluska, and Lake Junaluska is in um, North Carolina. It's on the west side. Uh, you really only go about 30 minutes outside of the state of Tennessee, and, um, and you're in Lake Junaluska. And so Lake Junaluska is like this conference retreat center, uh, and it's quite large, and it, it was uh, my first big trip in youth ministry. And so we go there with, uh, I think we had two, yeah, we had two busloads of kids, and we had, I think, a trailing van uh, that was carrying a lot of luggage. Uh, so uh, it wasn't very luxurious. Uh, you, you basically, if you've ever been in a church bus or van, you had just as much room in the trailing vehicle. The only difference is it didn't um, smell <laughs> like it does in the church van or bus. Uh, you know what I'm talking about if you've been in that before. Uh, but anyway, so we get there and like, it's a typical, you know, youth retreat in terms of like the program stuff. So they have a worship band, they have a speaker, um, they have these, um, off time activities that you can join in on. And, uh, because it's such a huge retreat center, this Lake Junaluska place is that it all, it does offer like a lot of stuff in your downtime and, and so one day we pl- we had already planned we had booked a whitewater rafting trip and the other day we planned um just kind of just enjoy the grounds we didn't we had ne- we had not been there in so long in fact every student there had never been there and myself I had I had not been there since youth and the only time I went as like a teenager was to the winter retreat so we didn't even like do anything necessarily like in the grounds, we just kind of went there, and then we we skied after, and and in between those times, we we were there to to worship and and to hear a message, and so there wasn't a lot of like exploring Lake Junaluska in the winter. So this was honestly like my first time too. Uh, so everyone was kind of experiencing uh, this place, um, and we decided. I think it was on the second day of four days that we were there that we decided. We were going to rent um, some ski, or not ski, some uh, water stuff like um, canoes, uh, tubes, um, uh, like self-propelled boats, um, kayaks, uh, paddle boards. They had like everything. And so we got out there and uh, like some of the kids decided like to do paddle boards because like there were so many of them that there wasn't enough uh, rentals for like kayaks and canoes, which is what they want to do in the beginning. So they just did paddle boards and that allowed them to like frequently jump off and, you know, go crazy and, and have a lot of fun. And so they were out there before me and a few others got out there. So we got out there and we're in kayaks and they're on paddle boards and they decide that it's a great idea to, uh, push us off our kayaks. Now, this part in the story, you should know that the uh, lifeguards told us one of the rules is you can't just go swim in the lake. Like, it's meant to be in whatever 
rental that you had, uh, you're supposed to stay on it or be in it like almost the entire time. If you fall out, that's fine. Just get back in. Uh, well, <laughs> so they, so we're out in the middle of this lake, pretty big lake. And, uh, they decide, Hey, we're going to like, you know, get Bryant, you know, the new youth guy, uh, out of his kayak. And I'm with another, uh, youth at the time. And, uh, we're, we're in the same one. And then I have another volunteer that's in a single person kayak that's, that's, uh, going around the lake. And there's like a specific area that you can be in. Uh, they don't let you do the whole lake. So there's a specific area for the rentals and it's still, it's, it's pretty big, but like, so we're, we're all in this one particular area, probably like around like 50 feet of circumference from one another. And there's like, I don't know. I think like among the people that were there, probably half of them were on the lake. So around, I don't know, 15, 12, 15 uh, people. And they just, so they're trying to get us off with their paddles and they're like shoving our kayaks back and forth. And like for the first few minutes, like we were dominating. So it's me and, and another youth in the kayak and then the other volunteer in his separate kayak. And we're just like pushing them off their paddle boards. Well, they figure out really quickly that they don't have to be on the paddleboard to get us out. So what ends up happening is they, we get so close to them, we push them off the paddle that they start grabbing in the kayak and they're getting a kick out of it that they can just knock us off because we really don't have any control once they have their hands on the kayak. So they take the kayak and they, they push us off. And, uh, what happens is, the kayaks don't float. So we're in this area of the lake and I don't know what the depth is, but it's like, you can't touch. Like it's probably 30 to 50 feet down there. So if we lose this kayak, like, okay, remember this is my first trip with these people. Okay. So I've been on the job for like, I don't know, three to four months. And anyways, my kayak is sinking. And we're like, we're freaking out. And uh, the other the other guy, they did the same thing to his, the other volunteer. So they, uh, he, his, is, his is singing too, and he's by himself. So we're just like waiting in the water, trying to keep this thing afloat. And we're hundreds of feet. Like we're so far from like where we're supposed to go in. And we don't, we only have 30 minutes. Like they only give you 30 minutes and they ring this like big air horn and, and when you hear that, you're supposed to go in. Well, obviously, we'd been out there for like 20 minutes, so it was time to go, and now we have a new problem. So what ends up happening, and I'm going to make this this story a lot shorter than what the experience was. We were out there for probably another hour to hour and a half, and we are waiting in the water and keeping this kayak afloat, and the guys that tipped us over had a genius idea, and it is genius to take their paddle boards because those float and put them under our kayak. And all of them are standing like on the side. I mean, I'm sure like if you've seen Moana and you know, those like those little coconuts that like have that massive ship and then they break up like that. That's what I imagined it looked like from the shore. It was, uh, it, you know, sure. I was mad, but like I had to give it to him. Like that was super, you know, a lot of ingenuity went into into that plan. So anyways, they get us to 
the uh, <laughs> they get us to the shore, and we figure out well, we're counting everything, you know. So we're counting like all the paddles. We're like, do we have all the paddles with us? And we're counting, and we didn't have one. Um, and the backstory, like to this going on, our volunteer has now been uh, taken with a pontoon boat, uh, and and they got his kayak, and he's he's been driven to shore because he was so far out, and we really could I couldn't help him because I'm trying to keep our kayak from going under. And I'm the whole time I'm like, oh my gosh, like how much is this going to cost? Like the church is never going to let me go back here. And so anyways, we get to shore and we realize we're, we're one paddle short. So we're like, hey, you know, I'm pretty sure we don't have one of our paddles. Um, who do I need to talk to? So they point us to this guy who's like pretty much over like the facilities of the recreation side. And he's over at this outdoor pool that you can also go to. And we go over to him and we say, hey, like... This is what happened. Um, we're really sorry. Uh, do we need to pay for this? And I can't even like thinking back now. What a what an odd question to ask. Like, and obviously his response was, "Yeah, you need to pay for it." So, luckily, um, I had decided to bring cash um, just in case of an emergency. Uh, I didn't know that this would be the emergency, but anyways, it cost us. Uh, over a hundred dollars to pay for this paddle. And the guy was not happy with us, (laughs) but uh, it is a memory that now I look back on and yeah, in the moment I was pretty heated, but now I just laugh at it. And I'm so glad that that's like a memory. And especially that that's a memory on the front end of uh, the start of this journey of youth ministry, at least for me. And so, you know, I use that story to like talk about like how uncomfortable sometimes youth ministry is. Sometimes it does look like that waiting in the water of 50 foot, you know, depth and trying to stay afloat. And then sometimes on the other side, you like look back at it and appreciate it so much that you're on the other side of it. And that, that like, even in that, like we bonded uh, through that tragic accident and, uh, now we talk about it. We you know we think about Lake Junaluska, and and we still go today. And those those kids and those youth uh, who are much older now um, laugh about like how crazy that story was, and how crazy it is that we actually got to the shore. So I wonder, like, when we're starting things new, like in the moment, how uncomfortable some of that stuff can be, and how that might prevent us because of that feeling to not pursue um, maybe what God calls us to. And, you know, I think about that and I think about how many times I've probably done that. How many times I've probably said, because it is such a risk for me that I don't think this is what I should do. And I remember I had a friend that, said to me uh and like thinking about like uncomfortable stuff that we go through and how sometimes taking risks like that um like completely changing a career path kind of thing and he said to me like instead of imagining what you're supposed to do imagine what god wants you to do or what god calls you to do instead of thinking what do i want to do uh, so you know that adage or, or that phrase that uh, parents um, and even ourselves ask ourselves, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? Or what do you want to do for the rest of your life? 
And instead of asking that question, asking what does God want me to do for the rest of my life? And I think like rephrasing it like that and taking yourself out of the first person and putting God, you know, in that place, that to me like reframes like how I see things and how I imagine um, stepping into fear becomes less uncomfortable. And I hope that makes sense. But for me, stepping into a place of unknown, but believing in how true it feels is so rewarding to me. And so like starting this podcast, I don't like we don't and I don't know what I'm doing. But I feel like this is something we're supposed to do. And especially like in a time um, that, you know, we're in this um, 2020 quarantine and how just uncomfortable everything is. Like the literally lifestyles that we have all lived change either dramatically or just a little bit. But whatever, you know, however it looks like for you, whether you work a job like me where you have to go out and you have to do things within the community, um, and because that's just that's how it operates. Uh, or if even if you're someone that works from home, it doesn't matter. Like everyone's life is changed right now, and how uncomfortable that is. But just because that happens doesn't mean we can't create and bring newness and, and see it kind of in a different way. Like that question I was talking about. So. So yeah, so so starting this podcast, what what kind of we've envisioned for this is just a place where we can talk about um, real stuff that happens in teenagers' lives and and people that volunteer for youth ministries and and just kind of be a platform where people have a voice to speak and to listen to um, things that sometimes we put labels on that not necessarily true. Uh, like, um, I can't do this because, you know, it's too much of a risk or I can't do this because this is going to affect me in this way. And instead of doing it like that, just saying, you know what, there's a, a truth in me that I feel about this thing and I'm just going to pursue it because I think that that's what God wants me to do. And we can't be like, a hundred percent sure all the time that that's what we're supposed to do, but you just have to kind of go for it. Like those guys in that lake, they just kind of, they had an idea and they went for it and it worked. And I was extremely appreciative of, even though they caused it, uh, you know, I was super appreciative of their, uh, innovative ideas, uh, to get me out of the mess that I was in. And so, so anyways, so that, that's what, you know, we're hoping that this podcast is, um, and I hope that you, you know, get enjoyment out of this, uh, that you, um, have a few minutes to talk or to listen to, um, this podcast and it's not going to be, you know, it's going to grow and it's going to change and morph, but, uh, the kind of the true nature that we hope this is is just real and offering insight like and and telling stories both fun and ones with a lot of purpose and so uh anyways thanks for listening um 
We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. The next episode is about COVID-19 and how are we creating community that has to be set apart from each other. So how can you virtually create community and what are some of the best ways and maybe um, some what are some ways that we are finding some fruit in. So um, that's what we'll talk about next week. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode one of Listen Up YM. Uh, take care. God's peace as you go through your day. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.